Hallelujah. He's so amazing. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. His mercies are new every morning. Yes, good morning, Mechanic School. How are you doing this morning? This is Don Curtis, and guess what? This is the day that the Lord has made for you and for me that you and I might rejoice in and be exceedingly glad. Good morning to you. Deliberate grace for every assignment because he's amazing. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Good morning, Indianapolis, Indiana. Good morning to you. Greenbelt, Maryland. Good morning to you. We have some new listeners in Anza, California. Good morning to you. And Queenstown, Maryland. Good morning to you as well. Some new listeners in Lexington Park, Maryland. Good morning to you. Yes, London, England. Good morning to you as well. In fact, we have some new listeners in Guadalupe. Yes, good morning to you. And Kenya, good morning to you as well. Yes, France, good morning to you. San Jose, California, good morning to you. Yes, Baltimore, Maryland, Waldorf, Maryland, good morning to you as well. Yes, he's amazing. Yes, he is. You declare it amazing. Come on, let's talk about his love and his grace. It's an everlasting love. Yes, it's sufficient. And it's true. It leads us straight to freedom. That's who the Lord is. Come on, let's declare it together. Amazing. Hallelujah. Everybody sing steadfast. Yes, Redmond, Washington, good morning to you. Ashburn, Virginia, good morning to you as well. Hallelujah. He's the God of all God. He's truly amazing. Yes, all throughout Spain, good morning to you this day. Yes, Australia, good morning to you. Uh, Canada, good morning to you as well. South Africa, good morning to you. Your grace is sufficient for us. Yes, our listeners in Singapore, good morning to you. Yes, our listeners throughout the great state of Virginia, good morning to you today. Yes, the Longstock, the Longhorn State. Texas, good morning to you. Didn't mean to mess up your name like that. Good morning to you, Texas. Good morning to you, California. Good morning. Good morning, Wisconsin. Hallelujah. Amazing. He's a mighty God. He's a great Yes, our listeners in Georgia, good morning to you. In Arkansas, good morning to you as well. Colorado, good morning to you. Massachusetts. Yes, our listeners in Michigan, good morning to you. Yes, the Carolinas, both North Carolina and South Carolina. Good morning to you today. Till that day when I see your Yes, our listeners out in Mississippi. Good morning to you. 
Tennessee. Kentucky, good morning to you as well. Tennessee, good morning to you. I can only imagine. New Jersey, good morning to you as well. Connecticut. Yes, the Sooner State. Oklahoma, good morning to you. Utah, good morning to you as well. Yes, out in Montana, good morning to you. New Mexico, good morning to you as well. West Virginia. Our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., good morning to you. amazing yes he is what a tremendous day today is yes it's a brand new day it's a day that you and i have never experienced before and you and i can start this day off just rejoicing just giving god thanks and praise for all of his many blessings to each and every single one of us yes we can yes we can mm-hmm. yes we just give god thanks and praise today and today is a special day for me in, in this sense. This is our 300th uh, episode of Good Morning Mechanicsville. And I'm just so excited and thankful to the Lord for uh, being able to do this. I, I just give God thanks and praise. Yes, I do. And guess what? This is also, we have over just a tad over 9,000 downloads of our uh, of our uh, <clears throat> podcast, and so we just give God thanks and praise those that have listened to us uh, over the past uh, several months and whatnot. Uh, we just give God thanks and praise for just this tremendous privilege and opportunity of just being able to share the good news about Jesus Christ, and this is radical news. <clears throat> in fact, if you've been with us for a little bit, uh, you know that the word that we've been using is amazing. It's just an amazing thing that God has done for you and for me. It is just mind-blowing. In fact, it is unbelievable. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. I tell you, it takes the work of God to make this believable in your heart and in my heart. It's God's movement and God's working in your heart to be able to uh, not only uh, uh, believe it, but actually to receive it to make it yours, and to walk in it. Yes, mm-hmm. it takes the work of God <clears throat> working in you to be able to say, you know something, I know that Christ is in me and I'm in him. Yes, it takes the work of God to to um, to, uh, <laughs> to to create this peace in your heart and his peace in my heart 
that regardless of what comes our way, we know that, wait a minute, God is working all this together for our good. And not only that, but it's Christ in me. Yeah, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world for you to know that and to actually live out of that, that the joy of the Lord is your strength. When you read that Jesus said, look, I give you my joy that your joy might be full and you can testify, you can give evidence, you can speak up and say, you know something, my joy is exploding on the inside of me. My joy is full because of what Jesus has done, because I have received it. Guess what? Uh, My joy is full. It is running over. And because of Jesus Christ, you can say, guess what? My heart is not troubled at all. I'm not even afraid about anything at all because I have found out for myself that perfect peace casts out all fear. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I tell you, I'm just so excited and exhilarated about that. And uh, yes, that it is true for you and for me that this amazing, this uh, grandiose, that this radical news that has come our way has declared unto us that God has done an amazing thing for you and for me. This is past tense. This is already done, that he's already provided all of this in his son, Jesus Christ. It's for you. It's for me right now. Yes, we started this off with Jesus declaring to Nicodemus that God so loved the whole wide world that included him and everybody he could think of that he gave up his only begotten son, Jesus Christ himself. And now we're at that point in the Gospel of John where Jesus says, look, my hour has come now. There's no getting around this. There's no backing up. My time has come. And he is preparing his disciples for what's about to happen because he knows that the meaning of his hour coming is the fact that his death is right before him. Uh, His burial is right before him. His resurrection is right before him. Uh, His ascension is right before him. All of what he has come to do the major thing of being the perfect sacrifice that takes away the sin of the world, it has arrived. And he knew it was going to be such a mind-blowing, such a shocking, such a uh, upheaval in thought and, and, and emotion for them that he now is preparing them. He has been spending John chapter 14, 15, 16, and now this morning we're going to enter into the beginning of chapter 17. He's talking with them, discussing with them, teaching them, sharing with them. Uh, Yes, yes, about what's going to happen so that they might not lose heart. That's why he starts off by saying, let not your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. And then he goes on and talks about his father. He's been talking about his dad for quite some time. Uh, But they have missed the point. They have not really understood exactly what this relationship was all about. And so they wanted him to show them the father and then that would satisfy them. And he said, look, I've been with you all this time and you don't recognize that I am in the father and the father is in me. And that if you see me, you see the father, that he is just like me. I'm just like him. I'm here not to do my own will, but to do his will. And he goes on, he goes on and he says some fantastic, some mind-blowing truths about uh, his disciples and about you and me as well. 
Yeah, and you remember we used that phrase, in that day, in that day, at that day? There was a special time that was going to happen when things were going to take a drastic change in their mentality and their understanding that up until that time, there was just a little bit that they could grab hold of it. Most of it was not sinking in at all. But, but he said, don't worry, I'm going to ask the Father. He's going to send you another comforter. And when he comes, guess what? He's going to bring back to your remembrance everything I've said. He's going to reveal myself to you. He's going to reveal truth to you. He's going to talk about me in ways that then you're going to understand. Jesus said, right now, I've been talking to you in Proverbs, but there'll come a time when I will speak plainly of the Father to you. His whole dissertation, his whole focus, his whole teaching really focuses on his dad, on his father, that they might come to know God as their father, as their dad, and the kind of father that he is. And I tell you, it's just such a magnificent, I tell you, confident truth for you and for me to grab hold of the truth that God is our father. Mm-hmm. Yes, and to allow that to sink deep down in our spirits and our souls as we find out the kind of father that he is towards each and every single one of us. So as a result of that, guess what? We have no trouble, no anxiety, no fear whatsoever because his perfect love has cast out all fear and we find that we have entered into the rest of God, the peace of God. We're just allowing Christ to be our all in all. We discover that he is our life and that we have become partakers of his divine nature we begin to discover that God knows how many hairs is on our heads. He's familiar with our uprising, our downsetting. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. And now in gospel, in, in the 15th chapter of the gospel, yeah, I'm all excited now this morning. But in the 17th chapter of the gospel of John, we now begin to enter into and to hear one of the most magnificent passages of Scripture in my opinion, that is in the word of God itself. It's Jesus himself lifting up his eyes toward heaven and praying and talking to his father. And you and I have this great honor and privilege to be able to listen in, uh, to hear him as he talks and speaks and communicates with his father. And this is just mind-blowing to me. It just opens up our understanding more and more. And I tell you, I'm just excited about it this day. Yes. Uh, what a great uh, focus on our 300th episode together to be at that point where Jesus now is speaking with his father. And let's just read and just uh, meditate and think about what he's saying. Uh, chapter 17 of John's gospel said, These words spake Jesus as he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee, as thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee in the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thy own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. 
I have manifest your name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou gavest them to me, and they have kept your word. And now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of you. For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest to me, and they have received them and have known surely that I came out from you and that they have believed that thou hast sent me. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are yours. And all mine are that you are thine as well, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, O Heavenly Father, O Holy Father, keep through your own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. He goes on for the rest of this chapter, and it is just a phenomenal portion of of scripture that is just is just absolutely uh, amazing yes jesus now is talking to his father and his disciples are right there and they're hearing this they are experiencing this and you and i in our minds we can imagine ourselves being there as well and hearing this and listening to this and and jesus lifts up his eyes towards heaven yes Mm mm-hmm and he said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that your son may also glorify thee. Thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. Mm-hmm. And Jesus knew exactly uh, what his purpose was. He knew exactly his relationship with his dad. Uh, he now is, his whole focus now is, on glory, on glory, that the glory of God might be revealed. And he knows something about this glory that is just mind-blowing. He says, look, the hour has come now, and uh, now glorify your son. He's saying, honor me in such a way that as a result of your honor towards me, uh, your son, that I might also honor you and glorify you in ways in which no one has ever seen you before. And of course, he's, he's speaking, I believe, of his crucifixion that's about ready to come. And in the midst of his crucifixion, there's a tremendous uh, <laughs> honor that is given to the Father that is just mind-blowing. You and I know that as Jesus, and we'll see this as time go on in this particular a chapter of John's gospel that as he's being nailed to the cross, as these Roman soldiers are piercing uh, his hands and his wrists with these spikes, hammering them through them, such anguish and pain that he must be experiencing. And he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. The father is honoring his son in such a way. He's glorifying him in such a way. He's there with him in such a way that the absolute amazing forgiveness of God is being verbalized in his mouth, that he is hearing his father's voice just as plainly then as always. And the very first thing that's on his lips concerning those who are persecuting him, 
concerning those that is that are killing him, that's crucifying him. The very essence of agape love is being poured out through his lips, through his heart, and he looks at these men, <clears throat> and despite their tremendous sinfulness, crucifying, killing, the very Lamb of God, the very Son of God, that his his saying is, Father, forgive them, uh, for they know not what they do. Yes, and in the midst of this, as you and I contemplate about this and think about this, this is the Son being glorified, being honored in such a magnificent way that he in return honors and glorifies the Father. That is his Father's will to demonstrate and to show the magnificent love that God has towards us in this episode here of this soldier, this Roman soldier, uh, crucifying him and right in the midst of that. Huh. Right in the midst of that, though this man deserves no forgiveness whatsoever, Jesus says, look, you don't know what you're doing. You really don't understand who I am. You don't understand the magnitude of what you're about to do, of what you are doing. And so he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And he says, look, glorify your son that your son may also glorify you as you have given him power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as thou has given him. Yeah, he's speaking to his father now and his disciples are listening in and they're hearing this. And he says to them a most unusual thing. It doesn't seem to line up with what is happening, what is about to transpire. He says, look, you have given me power over all flesh. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And it's not power to dominate flesh at all. In fact, you remember he said that here I am, I'm speaking the truth, but no man can come to me except the Father draw him. This power that he has over all flesh is not a dominating kind of power. It's not the exercise of power that you and I might commonly think of, of being able to have people do whatever you want them to do because you and I have power over them. This is a whole different kind of focus on the power that he has. Listen, he says thou has given him power, given me power over all flesh for this reason, that I should give eternal life to as many as thou has given him. Yes, this power is the power of being able to, to introduce and to give, to initiate, to to transfer to each and every single one that you've given to me eternal life, everlasting life. Yes, yes, this power to not only give life, but to sustain life, to maintain life, so that this life is a life that can be characterized as eternal, not temporary, not here today and going tomorrow, not the kind of life that the enemy can come along and steal but the kind of life that he's able to preserve. And so he that begun a good work in you, guess what? He will complete it until the day of his son, Jesus Christ. Why? Because the quality of life, the kind of life that he has given to you and to me is eternal life. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And he's just so excited about this. I am as well. He said, look, thou has given him. It's amazing how he speaks about himself in a third person kind of arrangement. He doesn't speak about him. He speaks about him. Mm -hmm. 
Now, I don't, I don't have too much of an idea why he's speaking like this. I don't know why he's talking like this. I don't know if this is a part of his humility, a part of just how he's just saying it this way. But we know exactly who he's referring to. He says, thou has given him, but he knows he's talking about him. He, he's given me, given him total power over all flesh. Listen, that I may that I should give eternal life to as many as thou has given him. Isn't that an amazing thing for you and I to know that the Father has given us, given you, given me to Christ? Yes, for the very purpose of making sure you and I have eternal, everlasting life. That's an amazing thing for you and I to contemplate on it, to read to allow it to sink deep down on the inside of us, that I am a gift of God to his son, Jesus Christ. I belong to the father, but the father has given me to Jesus Christ for the express purpose of him giving to me eternal life, everlasting life. Yes, Jesus said, you'll come to know that I am your life. Yes, that's why he could say, I am the life. He has come that he might give himself to you and to me, yes. And this is eternal life. He describes what this eternal life really is, that he gives to you and to me, that they might know you. Yes, yes, yes. Isn't that an amazing thing? This eternal life that God gives to, to you and to me through his son, Jesus Christ, this eternal life that Jesus gives to you and to me, it consists of this. It consists of knowing something. Knowing something very specific, very particular. Knowing, <laughs> he says, knowing you. Knowing you, the only true God, is the essence of eternal life. And Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. <laughs> yeah. Th that's why you and I, that's why we're, we're, we're responding to this <clears throat> tremendous invitation that God has given to you and to me to come in to know about Christ, to grow in our understanding of him. Why? Because this is what eternal life really is all about. To know the one and only true God. To know him as father. Mm -hmm. To know him as dad. To have this same kind of relationship that Jesus Christ himself has had and still has with his father that you and I might enter into that same relationship. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, enter into that same joy. Yes, enter into that same glory. Yes, yes, this is eternal life. This is what everlasting life is really all about. It's far more than just escaping hell. It's far more than going to heaven when we die. It, it, it goes way beyond that. I mean, way, way, way beyond that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it includes a life. <laughs> it's more than dodging something. It's more than avoiding something. Uh, it's more than deliverance. No, it's, it's more than that. It is experiencing. It is living in a tremendous new kind of life. Yes, it is. It's eternal life. It's everlasting life. It's the quality of life. It's the kind of life. It's, it's described as Zoe life, Z-O-E, life as God has it, yes. That God now has made it possible for you and for me to enter into this. Yes, Jesus is just beginning to pray. He's just beginning to say, Lord, Father, 
Glorify thy son, that thy son might also glorify thee. Yes, mm-hmm. for thou hast given me power over all flesh that I should be able to give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know who you are, the one and only true God in Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Yes. gives us grace for every assignment. What a tremendous joy and blessing it is that God has given to you and to me. Because he's yes, the fact that you know that you belong to God and he's given you to his son, Jesus Christ. Yes. And Jesus has power <laughs> over your existence to grant unto you eternal life, everlasting life. Mm-hmm. Yes, good morning to you. What a tremendous joy to know that you have eternal life, everlasting life. Yes, death has no power over you. <laughs> yeah. The grave has no victory over you at all. And guess what? There's going to come a time you're going to experience that. You're going to experience that death is not what you thought it was. The grave is not what you thought it was as well. You'll describe, you'll begin to experience what Jesus Christ is all about. Yes, his resurrection is your resurrection. You'll find that your life is hidden with Christ in God. And when he shall appear, then you shall appear also. Yes, good morning to you. That's why we're excited this morning. That's why we're excited about Jesus Christ, because he has given to you and to me everlasting life, eternal life. And we know that this consists of our knowing who the one and only true God is and Jesus Christ, his only begotten son. Yes, we are. Come on, let's talk about his love and his grace. It's an everlasting love. Yes. It's sufficient. And it's true straight to freedom. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> That's who the Lord is. Come on, let's declare it together. Amazing. Yes, good morning, Pennsylvania. Good morning to you. Illinois, good morning to you. Yes, Oregon, good morning to you as well. Yes, Kansas and Nebraska, good morning to you. Nevada, good morning to you as well. It's truly amazing. Hi, right, well, good morning to you. Make no doubt about it. He's amazing. Come on. Amazing. Hallelujah. Yes, Cambodia, good morning to you. Dominican Republic, good morning to you. Faro Islands, good morning to you as well. Nigeria, good morning to you. Botswana, good morning to you. India, good morning to you. This is in the Philippines. Good morning to you. Yes, Indonesia, good morning to you. Malaysia, good morning to you as well. Egypt, our new listeners in Egypt, good morning to you. And I see your face. Oh, I'm sure I'll say. I 
Come on. 